0: Yeah, I made that up. With life and business coach, Kelly Jackson. Thought work is a misnomer. It's really more trauma response recognition and safety creation and emotional allowance and reconnecting with your body work that is required before we can even begin to consider any of our thoughts. So... Here's the deal. I teach a set of tools, some of which I've learned and adapted from my training, and some of which I've created from scratch. Most of those tools fall under a type of cognitive coaching. What this means is that we're often looking at what your thoughts are relating to the facts of your life. We examine the stories you're telling, Check out where some of them came from, discover the patterns within the stories and how they pop up in various aspects of your life, and decide, on purpose, whether to keep them or not. Those you want to keep, we strengthen. Those you don't, we shift by poking holes in the logic that holds them up to see what else is available to believe. And I am a very strong proponent of this type of work. It is magic. But it doesn't work if we stay up in our heads. We have to actually learn to access our bodies. And in a society that has taught us to dissociate from our bodies at pretty much every turn, that's really fucking hard for some of us. I say some of us, to be gentle and allow you to discover your own relationship with this because you, my darling, my darling, darling love bug, you have been taught to dissociate. Whether it's because of diet culture, rape culture, white supremacy, cis-heteronormativity, puritanism baked into Western culture, religiosity from your upbringing, or just being told that you cry too much, you've been taught to dissociate from your body. So I use thought work as a way in to help you reconnect with your body. Because conscious thought is like 5% of what goes on in our brains. The other 95% is what I like to call pre-conscious. And this is the shit we can really tap into once we're more connected to our bodies. It comes from a variety of sources. Society at large, your family of origin, rules you picked up from school or church or whatever social groups you've been part of, it can also be rooted in ancestral trauma. And often, these pre-conscious beliefs are based in fear. They trigger our fight-flight-freeze response. So we don't necessarily have as much access to our cognitive thoughts when we're in these pre-conscious fear states. This is what makes coaching so powerful. It's the opportunity to access those pre-conscious beliefs in a safe space and to make them conscious so that you can decide what to do with them, again, on purpose. And that's not always about tools or written thought work. Sometimes it's just about being in your body and noticing what comes up, which can feel really scary if you don't know how to create a sense of safety for yourself around it. And that's not something we're really taught how to do. But it's what I teach. And it's what I do for myself. A couple of weeks ago, I had an experience that I'm not going to offer details on. But it was an experience that literally changed the trajectory of my life. I'm not being hyperbolic here. There was a plan in place, an event occurred, and that plan is no longer in play. It was shocking and devastating for more than just me. I wasn't the only person involved in this. And if everything was just about our thoughts, I could have swapped out some of my thoughts in order to make it all better. But that's not how it works. That would essentially be gaslighting myself and definitely not honoring the truth of my own experience, nor that of the other people involved. And if there's one thing I stand for, it's honoring the truth of everyone's lived experience. I may not believe all of your stories, and I'd be a pretty shitty coach if I believed you every time you told me you were stuck and had no way out, (laughs) but I sure as fuck believe in the truth of your lived experience. And I believe that truth deserves to be honored. So instead of using the coaching tools I teach to gaslight the shit out of myself by thought swapping all over the place, I did no written thought work for several days. That's right. I'm a coach. I do this for a living and I did not write out my thoughts because in order to gain useful access to our cognition so that we can do that work, there are a few other things that all need to be in alignment with one another. And I'm not talking metaphysical alignment here. Before we can access our cognitive thoughts, there are a couple of necessary steps. First, and perhaps most importantly, before any cognitive thought work can be done, we have to make sure we're not having a trauma response. Our nervous systems need to be assured that we are safe, so the fight-flight-freeze response either doesn't flare up or can quell. Then, and this is a step that's often overlooked by those of us who tend to dissociate from our bodies, we need to ask ourselves if we're ready to look at our thoughts, or if what we need is to process some emotion and sit with the discomfort of what we're feeling. Allowing it to move through our bodies. So rather than gaslighting myself by swapping my thoughts out when my life suddenly changed course a couple of weeks ago, I checked in with my body first. Because your body is truly the compass that guides you. And if you're disregarding it, you're missing 95% of what's happening. I spent a full week not doing written thought work. Make no mistake, I got coaching. I got a lot of coaching, in fact, and I did coach myself. I just didn't write down my thoughts for evaluation and what I teach as mental excavation. Because the self coaching I needed to do was allowing my emotions. It was reconnecting with my body. It was allowing my body to process what I was feeling. Some of it involved recognizing what conscious thoughts were generating the emotions, but I didn't try to change them. Self-coaching is the practice of allowing more of your humanity, honoring more of your truth. It's not about continual self-improvement. It's not about nonstop evaluation. And it's sure as hell not about gaslighting yourself. That's not to say that if you've been thought-swapping all over the place, trying to positive-think your way out of feeling like shit, that you're doing something wrong, it's just not super effective. If it was, I'd be all in. And if it was, it probably would have worked by now. What it really does mean, though, if thought-swapping is what you've been doing is that it would be super helpful for you to work with a coach. So sign up for a consult so we can see if we're a good fit to work together or get on my mailing list to be the first to know when the doors to the Rexy Collective open. You can do both at PressurePointCoaching.com.